0: Listen to Coast to Coast Latino. This is such a great tune. Los Lobos. Will the Wolf Survive? They're one of the biggest rock bands uh, in the 1980s. They still are. They're still a great band. They still perform. Extremely popular in Europe. Well good Wednesday to you. My name is Adrian Perez. I'm your host here at Coast to Coast Latino. I'm so glad you were able to join us. We're coming to you twice a week, Wednesdays and Fridays. So now you can uh, double your pleasure, double your fun with Coast to Coast Latino coming to you Wednesdays and Fridays. Thank you so much for joining us. We are brought to you by the uh, Vida de Euro Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the arts and enhancing the community. Uh, we're also brought to you by U-Haul. For your moving and storage needs, contact U-Haul. And our other sponsor is OIC Tax Services. If you find yourself in trouble with the IRS, reach out to oic they are experts in dealing with the irs so uh, give bob a call over at oic i want to thank you again for joining us let me share a little bit with you of uh, of a soundbite that i think uh will help us uh, get going here okay
1: setting fires is not protesting none of this is protesting it's lawlessness plain and simple And those who do it should be prosecuted. Violence will not bring change. It'll only bring destruction. It's wrong in every way. It divides instead of unites. Destroys businesses, only hurts the working families that serve the community. It makes things worse across the board, not better. And it must end. Fires are burning and we have a president who fans the flames rather than fighting the flames. But we must not burn. We have to build. This president long ago forfeited any moral leadership in this country. He can't stop the violence because for years he's fomented it. You know, he may believe mouthing the words law and order makes him strong. But his failure to call on his own supporters to stop acting as an armed militia in this country shows how weak he is.
0: In case you didn't guess, uh, yes, that was uh, former Vice President Joe Biden, uh, now Presidential Candidate for the Democratic Party. And uh, let me tell you, it's been less than a week since the Republican National Convention ended. And Joe Biden's already taken off the glove and says, look, we got to do something. We have to do something. And I couldn't agree more. You know, President Donald Trump has had the opportunity to fix this. Uh, It's been going on for almost three months. And instead of taking action, instead of showing some kind of empathy, which I think all of us now realize he has no ability to show empathy. But if he showed a little bit of empathy, if he showed a little bit of leadership to say, hey, you know what, this is America. We don't do this in America, and we definitely don't do it to Americans. You know, he's been pitting Americans versus Americans. You know, there's there's this belief that if you're a supporter of Donald Trump, you are America and everybody else is not an American. Well surprise, we're all Americans. We're on this boat together, folks. And if 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 your neighbor is frustrated with protesters, Understand that many Latinos, especially Latino business owners are also frustrated with the protesters You know some of their businesses got burnt down some of their businesses got trashed and They are very frustrated But really for us to all of a sudden have this free-for-all that that's being sparked by our president where his supporters believe that they're the only ones that can handle these kinds of situations and so it's become a militia and they're going out and they're shooting uh uh uh, paint balls at protesters they're shooting uh uh tear gas at protesters and no one from the federal government is saying stop it not even our attorney general who is supposed to represent Are law and order uh, part of, of the nation. Look, President Trump keeps claiming that he's the law and order president. I'm sorry, he's not a law and order president. Because if he were, he would have taken this already and resolved it. He has not resolved it. That's his job. That's why he got elected. And I know some people go, well, you know, he doesn't really receive his paycheck. Well, that's true. He doesn't get a paycheck because that was his decision. What he does with his paycheck, supposedly, is that he gives it away to charity. It's possible. But we've seen how he was supposed to be giving money to charity and he never did, which is the reason why he's so uncomfortable with people looking at his personal finances, because he doesn't do that. Okay. And the other is, look, He has been golfing almost 300 times. 300 times since he became president of the United States. In fact, when his brother died, he went golfing. And it's been to the tune of approximately $150 million, which we taxpayers have paid for his golf outings. That makes you happy? And then he can't turn around and tell his folks his supporters, knock it off, don't show up with guns, stop creating more violence. And then the other thing is, look, he's got to talk to the Americans. We Americans, he's got to talk to us. He's got to tell us, look, I understand your frustrations. I understand your anger. I understand that we need to heal. Let's pause. Let's heal. Let's pause. Let's heal. How complicated is that? A true leader would take people and put them all in a room and say, let's talk about this. Let's fix this. A true leader would have taken all these protesters in advance, sat them all in a room and say, how can we stop the protesting? Okay. And this whole idea that that the police are going to get defunded, they're not getting defunded. You know what? What America is Donald Trump living in? We don't do that. The U.S. Constitution guarantees us our safety, our protection. He's already failed to do that by not responding to COVID-19. Okay, and now he's fanning the flames of additional violence, but by not talking to his support base, telling him. Don't show up at these protests with paintball guns. Don't show up at these protests and cause more violence. I mean, now he's trying to protect that, that young boy, that 17-year-old boy that shows up with a gun and killed two people. He's trying to defend the gay, the kid for killing two people. Let me play you the soundbite so like that... Uh you get an idea of where 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 his head is at.
1: We're looking at all of it. Uh, that was an interesting situation. You saw the same tape as I saw, and uh, he was trying to get away from them. I guess it looks like, and he fell, and then they very violently attacked him, and it was something that we're looking at right now, and it's under investigation, but. Uh, I guess he was in very big trouble. He would have been, I, he probably would have been killed, but it's under, it's under investigation.
0: That was President Trump at a press conference. And if you listen to that, um, he's pretty much saying that the kid was in trouble. So he decided to defend himself uh, by killing two people. You know, my question, and I think a lot of a lot of people have this question in mind is, first of all, what was he doing there? Secondly, and more importantly, why did his why did his mom take him there with with a gun? What was their intent? You see, all of that is the stuff that comes out in court. And and Donald Trump is not going to be able to offend this 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 young man. He's 17 years old not even old enough to vote and unfortunately now he's got a a significant negative mark in his life all because our president donald trump has not assumed the role of being a leader to address all the violence that's occurring not just not just in kenosha but also in in Portland in Los Angeles in Oakland uh, in New York in Chicago as president of the united states he has a lot of ability but the strongest ability that he has are the words that come out of his mouth and yet he's not doing he's not using those words for something good he's using them to fan the fire of this violence. So Joe Biden is right. Joe Biden is absolutely correct. You know, you 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 got to look at what is going on with Donald Trump's America. You know, it's interesting during the campaign last week Donald Trump kept saying, well, if the Democrats win, if Joe Biden wins, You know, there's the 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 violence is going to be worse. It's going to it's going to it's going to become terrible and they're going to defund the police. There's not going to be any police, etc. Right now, this violence is happening under Donald Trump's America. Please understand that, okay? especially for the many of you. and And we do have a lot of Latinos that are Republican. Uh, but if you're still supporting Trump, understand that this is what you're supporting. Now you can make your voice heard. You know, uh, the guy listens to criticism. Donald Trump listens to criticism. And so he tries to fix things. Uh, unfortunately, he doesn't have the leadership skills to fix them in a proper way. In addition to that. His ego is so large that all the yes men that he has surrounded himself with will not tell him, boss, this is what we need to do to fix the situation. Instead, he Donald Trump believes he is the answer. He has all the answers. He is the guy that can make things right. And uh, the more we see it, the more we realize that's not true. The uh, Republican convention last week made Donald Trump look really, really good. Okay. It bumped his numbers up. No question about it. But over the weekend and come yesterday and today, uh, all of a sudden we have the old Donald Trump. The guy that's tweeting as if there was no tweet tomorrow. Uh, and he is attacking people, and he's fanning the flames of this violence by not taking full responsibility. And let's talk about full responsibility regarding uh, COVID nineteen. His Department of 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 Health uh, has worked very closely with the. Uh, uh, Center on Disease Control, to put out data that is false. It's manipulated. That's why it's false. It's been manipulated. It says that only a little over 6000 people have actually died of COVID-19, not 180,000. Well, if you have underlying uh, illnesses, that means that COVID-19 will probably take your life faster so any way you look at it it, the way that the cdc has decided to report this is false and they're trying to change the narrative because they realize that there will be no vaccine available to anybody before the election and since uh, the president failed to address COVID-19 when he was told about it. And had he taken strong action and and serious action to address it, uh, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in. This pandemic is ugly. Uh, it's resurfaced in some countries, and in fact, They're looking at a second wave starting in some countries. Some people have been reinfected. okay, and uh, now we're learning that uh, COVID-19 even uh, 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 travels through uh, through wastewater. So now they're testing wastewater. They're trying to figure out how long it survives. Preliminary data says that uh, It'll, it'll survive up to three days in wastewater. So folks, COVID-19 is not something to to mess around with. Uh, some schools that did open up, uh, last week, uh, saw an increase in, uh, in COVID-19 among the students. As a result, the schools closed almost just as, as quickly. One of them is Chico state. Up in Northern California, uh, and and the thing is, is that we because we don't do the kind of testing that we should be doing, and the amount of testing and the amount of of, uh, of follow up testing that's essential, uh, we don't understand fully how this travels, how it moves. I mean, we have an idea, but we're still learning, which means that. Perhaps we have opened up our economy too fast. Perhaps we sent our kids back to school too soon. Uh, Perhaps we shouldn't have looked at at, uh, trying to treat this disease like the flu. And on social media, it's amazing. It's just truly amazing how many people are just so desperate to try to pin this thing on something that's not relevant. Okay. They'll post things like, "Oh, did you know that we have more people that die of uh of uh, uh smoking cig- cigarettes?" Well, that's true. But dying from smoking cigarettes is self-inflicted. COVID-19 is passed on innocently without the intent of infecting people. That's how it's been working. And because it, 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 it's so easy to spread, the masks are important because it's so easy to spread. The sanitizing, including the washing of the hands, is very, very critical and social distancing. In other words, all the things that we did not see when President Donald Trump accepted the nomination for the Republican Party during the Republican Convention. They had nearly 2,000 people with no social distancing, no masks, and uh, everybody touching each other, hugging each other as if it was, if there was no problem at all. And that's the same thing that happened at his Tulsa rally. And at his Tulsa rally, there were hundreds of people that ended up with COVID-19, including one of his friends and administrators, Herman Cain. Herman Cain died almost four weeks after contracting COVID-19. COVID-19 is still wreaking havoc in the Latino community. And I will keep repeating this. It is wreaking havoc in the Latino community. But I'll tell you why that is because Latinos have a lot of essential jobs that are being performed in stores, in factories and and other industries that have been deemed essential during this pandemic Uh, and including farm workers. And let me tell you, no one's testing these people. They should be. Because they're essential workers, they should have set up a system almost immediately of of testing individuals and 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 and, uh, making sure that they have all the proper uh, personal protections. Uh, In addition to that. The state. States, rather, the government should have stepped in and said we need to protect all these essential workers. Okay, again, we didn't see any leadership from uh, the federal government. As a result, states did what they could. Uh, And it's unfortunate, but you know, we know that there are a lot of people out there who still don't believe in this. And they think that it's all a hoax. You know, it's amazing that that People doubt scientific data. Um, some years back in, in my past life, I was involved in an environmental movement. Uh, and uh, we were at a, at a conference in Nevada regarding uh, the, uh, the uh, Colorado River and the quality of, of the uh, water in the Colorado River. It was being contaminated by rocket fuel, also known as as, uh, perchlorate. Well, there was a general there who got up in front of the room and told us, there's nothing wrong with this water. And he supposedly had a glass full of of, uh, river water and he drank it. And he says, perchlorate is not bad for you about a year and a half later, the guy died of cancer. You know, sometimes we really need to pay attention to science. Science was not designed to fool us. Science was designed to help us. And if we doubt science, we are doubting the ability of someone actually, truly wanting to help. Okay, it's like all the other people that I that I keep meeting, who have the different conditions, underlying conditions, uh, that would make them very susceptible to uh, COVID-19. They say, well, geez, you know, if I hadn't taken this medication, I would have never had this particular health problem. Not understanding that the medication is there just to mitigate, it's not to cure. Medications aren't there to cure. There are some that that are preventative. Yes. Uh, But when you have a major illness like diabetes, um, like kidney failure, uh, like heart disease, okay, there's no cures for those things. All you need to do as an individual is listen to your doctor who has the science behind him or her to be able to give you an idea of how to control it so you can live longer, okay? And, and truth be told, we're all going to die someday. But many of us are trying to figure out how can we extend our lives? And if you listen to the science, you will be able to extend your life. Okay. Just a real quick uh, roundup on some of the news that uh, is currently trending among the Latino uh, media. And that includes uh, uh, several sources of media. And by the way, for those of you who want to read up exactly what is going on with Latinos on a day-to-day basis, I invite you to join us on Facebook at Coast to Coast Latino. That's Facebook backslash coast, the number two, coast, Latino. And we post all the news and information that comes to us there on a daily basis. And uh, this particular piece comes from um, latinousa.org. Uh, it was written by Aggie Yellowhorse uh, from, uh, Arizona state university. And, uh, Aggie tells us that from the looks of things, we're going to fall very, very short on the census count. Now that's very important because let me explain to you the census, what it actually does. It, uh, it does two big things. Okay. It helps distribute, uh, funding, for projects, programs, et cetera, that could affect the Latino community. Uh, for one, the other is it actually helps identify your representatives because it, it's, it's used to, to create, uh, uh representative districts. And, uh, and according to the article that, that Aggie wrote, uh, it, says that the census count is going to be a lot lower for uh, black Americans, indigenous peoples, Asian Americans, Americans of Hispanic or Latino origin. And uh, the bottom line is we need to figure out how to get more people participating in the census count. Now, understand that uh, President Trump uh, earlier had threatened to Shut off the census count on September 30th. That's it, 30 days from today on September 30th instead of on October 31st. Now that means that we have 30 days less of being able to actually go out and, and, uh, and uh, get the census done. The other thing is COVID 19 is having a very negative impact. On the ability of the Census Bureau to get workers out to go door-to-door to to do uh, the the uh, the counts and that means we're gonna have to rely heavily on the old fashioned way of doing the count and that's uh, people filling out the form and mailing it in or filling out the form uh, online uh, Etc. But now we're talking about access, access to to computer, access to online ability, and believe it or not, now access to the mail because under Donald Trump, we now ha- seem to have a major problem with the U.S. Postal Service uh, not able to deliver mail. So, and I'll come back to that in just a second. So what we need is we need you. To tell your friends, do the census, fill out the form, get it done. Uh, uh, the more people we get participating in it, the more likely it is. We may create districts specifically for, uh, Latino voters to elect their own representatives, and that could be really good. And this is especially important where you have large Latino populations okay uh, what I want to do is I want to talk briefly about the the mail as many of you know that uh, President Donald Trump uh, elected or selected rather an individual to um, to run the the Postal Service this guy was supposed to be a genius at uh, at uh, streamlining uh, businesses and instead of streamlining he has created a tremendous amount of chaos and then the question is is that because Donald Trump has been saying he wants to suppress uh, voter uh, uh, through or votes through the mail well here's something interesting uh, the the Trump organization has a campaign going on on Facebook saying that uh, they want people to vote using the US mail okay uh, but now we have a problem because this guy has gone out he's he's removed sorting machines he's done quite a number of things he's cut over time uh, and as a result some people aren't receiving their medication some people aren't receiving their welfare checks or their their DBT uh, cards uh, EBT cards or in in the cases of uh, of many seniors they're not even getting their medications so that's not good and uh we need to let to know let our representatives know that we're not happy with that and whether you have a republican or a democrat congressional representative it doesn't matter call them up tell them you're not happy with the decision tell them you're not happy with uh, how they're handling The u.s postal service they're the only organization that was truly created by the u.s constitution and their entire intent is to deliver the mail well that's my time i want to thank you for joining us uh on this uh wednesday uh and uh we will be bringing you a lot of good information as we go along, uh, again, I invite you to join us on Facebook, Coast to Coast Latino. Uh, but if you want to write to us, we invite you to write to us, uh, Latino at Coast to Coast Latino.com. That's Latino at Coast to Coast Latino.com. Again, my name is Adrian Perez. I want to thank you for joining me and uh, you stay safe, and we'll see you back on Friday. Take it away, Vicente García. <laughs>